Hi everyone, another day, another podcast uh, on the Steve Perriman podcast, dealing with past Manchester City games, uh, one that is so worth remembering and paying respect to, and the other one that's uh, very, very difficult to speak about. One was a victory um, and one a spectacular debacle. One success and one unbelievable failure. One a trophy to be proud of and one a sort of badge of dishonour for all those involved. So we'll discuss later the famous FA Cup replay. You probably guessed that. The replay win in 1981, of course, at Wembley. When the FA Cup actually did mean something. Um, the other one, the, the game where we were definitely consigned to relegation in the 76-77 season, losing 5-0 at Main Road. And um, what it meant to us all and, and stuff like that. So you can understand why it's difficult to talk about. Um, so I really enjoyed uh, doing these podcasts, the sort of numbers um, that's that's listening to it suggests that that you're enjoying it. Um, perhaps I, I need to say this that uh, uh, if you're listening to it on iTunes, um, could you please leave a review? That would help us. Uh, it's also on Spotify and Acast. So, yeah, mo most of what I talk about is is in my book. And um, if I can just give you a couple of words about that, because uh, people have started ordering it again for, for Christmas. It's called A Spur Forever, um, now available to be personally signed, uh, maybe as a present or just to read and reacquaint yourself with the past history of our famous club uh, during these troubled times to gain an insight into what happened. Yeah, what happened and why from my uh, sort of lily white, wide open eyes and, and perspective. Um, so the, the book for anyone interested, um, although this these podcasts might have sort of satisfied your, 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 your thirst for knowledge um, is available on Steve Perriman public at gmail.com for details uh, also through the publishers that's shop.visionsp.co.uk and of course available in the Spurs shop as it should be uh, I'm sure there's other places um, available but I just can't go through those um, so on a sad very sad note um, we should mention the, the passing of the great man and goalkeeper Ray Clements this week and um, by coincidence you know that I use Howard 
Howard Goldstein for some words about a past game as well from a supporters aspect. And Howard was, was and, uh, and Vivian, his wife, were, were very, very good friends of, of Ray and V. So Howard, welcome. Thanks for helping us again. And uh, could you just give us some words about the great uh, Ray Clements, please? Thanks, Steve. It's great to have the opportunity to talk about it. Viv and I met Ray, V and their kids at a bus stop in Disney World in Florida in 1982. We suggested we got together for a Disney dinner the following evening and to our immense delight, they came. As Fnatic Spurs fans, it was great to meet such a star, but our friendship developed to be so much more than just that. A friendship lasting over 38 years and taking in family weddings on both sides. Everyone who knows even the slightest amount about football knows about Ray. His goalkeeping fame meant he was known the world round. He was so talented and achieved so many things, both as a player and as part of the FA managerial setup. He was always very professional in his attitude. On the social side, he would agree to come to the cinema with us on a Thursday evening. But at the end of the film, he'd go going straight home for an early night and to start his run-up for a Saturday game routine. He was single-minded until the game and debrief were over. And then he was the life and soul of the party. To those of us who have honoured to have called him a friend, he was so much more. He loved his golf and was always available for charity tournaments. Throughout his 15-year battle with prostate cancer, he was always strong, determined, and often used his great sense of humour to get himself and us through the difficult times. We last saw him about four weeks ago. He knew his time was nearly up, and yet we still managed to have a lot of laughs. He was very charismatic to the end. He was a man in the truest meaning of the word, looking after his family. His wife, V, is a warm and lovely lady, and was very clever to fall in love and marry her. And together they have made a wonderful family. We are proud and privileged to have known him. Well done, Howard. Great words. Um, you you perfectly put that into into words. How how good a man he was, how professional he was. I'm not embarrassed to to read out what I posted in a message about Ray um, when I got the news. Um, yeah, we've lost a magnificent soldier from our ranks. It was a privilege to have not only known him but to be able to call him a friend and trusted colleague. Respect and condolences to his lovely wife, V and children. Ray fought the great fight for many years, the biggest fight of his life and is now at rest. May that be in peace, Steve Perriman and family. So I, again, pleasure of being with him on the pitch, being with him off the pitch, being with him socially, always with his, with his, well, mostly with, with his family and, and V. Of course, other times just with the team members. And um, I, I just thought he was unbelievably professional and it was easy to see why this man had won so much, so many trophies and caps during his career. He was, and, I, and I've read this somewhere, but I'm going to steal it. He was the first what I would call sweeper-keeper, um, playing behind his, his back line. He always gave you great information with me playing, him, playing with him as a right back at the end, towards the end of my career. 
he always let me know that he would much prefer to deal with a cross than a shot. So therefore, you know, when I approach my opponent, left winger, I'd be showing him outside, hopefully winning the ball. But if not, then the left winger would be getting a cross in and Ray was more than happy to deal with that. So um, he had an effect on all the players that played around him and um, was, a, was a major influence in us being a better team than we were in 81 um, and led us on to some more trophies. He, um, his communication to the back line when, as a Spurs player, it would be very easy to get drawn into what Glenn was doing and Ozzy was doing and Ricky was doing and Mickey Hazard was doing, almost like a spectator, as if you paid admission money to get in. Well, guess what? If you do that and the ball breaks down, then you're probably not going to be in the right state of mind or position to be able to deal with it. Now you've got to defend. So he was great at organising you on the halfway line, which in a way is, is a bit selfish because that's, that's him protecting himself, but that's what great players, great goalkeepers do. So, um, yes, amazing, really sad loss and, um, and one that we, easy to say, but we, we won't ever forget him. And I've been invited by the club to attend the game on Saturday. I think the game is a tribute to Ray. I'm sure lots of other players have been invited too, but I'm more than happy to accept the invitation and be able to pay my own personal tribute to him on, on a match day, which is where he, he came alive as a player, he came alive as a man. And then afterwards, as Howard suggested, he then enjoyed himself after having put all his efforts into that game, result, performance. And um, yeah, so it's going to be sorely missed. So Howard, let's get on to your, um, your bit. You, um, what have you got to say this week from your catalogue of memories from the past Man City games that had some type of effect on your ability to keep supporting the mighty Tottenham Hotspur. Go on, Howard, give us, give us what you got. I'd like to take you back to, take you back to April the 9th, 2019. In the Champions League quarterfinal, we are drawn to play all-conquering Manchester City, first leg at the home. Despite missing Harry Kane, we won the game with a Son goal after 78 minutes and with Lloris saving a penalty from Aguero. Eight days later, we go to the Etihad for the second leg. We are watching at my daughter's house so that her son, seven-year-old Zebby, is able to watch. With him is his friend Isaac, who turns out to be a City fan, and he too is in full court. The boys make a pact that whoever scores, the other boy will not taunt each other. And so kick off. In just four minutes, Sterling cuts inside and scores. The Etihad goes crazy as the aggregate scores are one all with 85 minutes to go. Isaac has forgotten the pact and gloats and shouts at Zebby, who is in floods of tears. But wait, seven minutes gone, and a nice move sees Son score again, making the accurate score 1-2. Zebi, of course, is giving as much as he can, and Isaac is now in tears. Nine minutes gone, and Spurs mount an attack, and Son scores again. 1-2 on the night, 1-3 on aggregate. Now I'm in tears. Ten minutes gone, Bernardo Silva shoots. Lloris saves, but it dribbles away from him. 
two on the night, two three on aggregate. Now who's crying? Second half, City piled on the pressure, and to no surprise, when Aguero scores to make it four two on the night and four three on aggregate. Seventy two minutes gone when we get a corner. Lorente scores. The Spurs fans cannot believe their eyes, but the City players surround the referee, appealing for a handball. He checks time and time again on VAR and eventually concludes it went in from Dorente's hip, not his hand, so a goal is given. On the night, 4-3, aggregate 4 all. None of us can see through our tears. We hold on and hold on, but in the 91st minute, Aguero scores again. 5-3 on the night, 5-4 on aggregate. City are through. Spurs have given their all, but it was all in vain. But wait, the only person who wasn't crying with her cool understanding saw the rest of the ref talking about VAR and decided that the last goal was offside and the score returns to four, on, four all on aggregate. And we go through. And now we all know what VAR stands for. Vivian is always right. Well done, Vivian. Well done. Good memories, Howard. I'm sure everyone remembers that game because it's, it's, uh, it's not that long ago, is it? But, but good to be reminded of such special nights. Um, so not such a special game was, was against Man City towards the very end of the 76-77 season. Been a horrendous season. Um, people think that that relegation came just that season, but actually it was coming for two or three seasons before that. And the club had stopped really competing for, for top players anymore. And, you know, maybe they didn't have the, the finances to do that. But for instance, when Mike England came available from Blackburn, there was only one club he was going to join. It was Tottenham Hotspur and Bill Nicholson. Well, the, the club had lost its shine over a number of years and it just wasn't the case. They were going to go somewhere else. And... We, I think also we had, we had some players finish through injury, um, injuries that would have probably not finished the player's career these days, but people like Peter Collins and, and Roger Morgan and Jimmy Pierce. Um, so if you take three very good players out of a squad, that, that's, that's hard in a way to replace, but it just meant that we needed to go to Man City and get a result. And uh, of course we didn't, we lost 5-0. I started to watch it on um, YouTube and I, I just couldn't watch it. It, uh, it brought up such bad moments. Um, before I, I don't want to criticise anyone, but I'll, I'll criticise myself first. I was the captain of that team that went down. I led us down. I played 42 out of 42 games, league games that year. So it must have had something to do with me. And um, people always ask me why I stayed at the club when they'd got relegated. Well, that would have been absolving myself of blame in a way which I'm responsible. And I saw myself as, as partly responsible, part of a team. Um, that weren't good enough through the whole season and, and travelling back down the motorway on a team bus, having got beaten 5-0 and you were going past supporters coaches and uh, they're going past you 
guess what? They made their feelings known to us. And I'm, I'm never going to erase that from my memory because that's what you get when you, when you underperform. Not, not for one season, but for, for three seasons. And of course, out of bad comes some good. And we, we got ourselves together. We, Keith Birkinshaw reconstructed the team. We went to places like Mansfield and, and, and played uh, unusual opponents. But we managed to just get promoted and get out of the, um, the second division, old second division, back to the top league, where Keith then signed Ozzy and Ricky. And over the course of the next few years, other players, Archie and Garth, which led to from, from the probably the lowest point of my career, being captain of that relegation team, to, to arguably the, the high spot of my career, which was that FA Cup replay win on a Thursday night. I think actually the relegation day against Man City was on a Thursday as well, by coincidence. And I think it was on a Thursday because of um, a fixture congestion during that season. Um, before I talk about the FA Cup replay win, um, just to nudge your memories, the last game of that season, now this is not an excuse for going down because we were already down through that Man City defeat. But on the last day of that season, two other contenders to go down, Coventry and Bristol City played each other. If this, if that, the two teams that went down with us were Sunderland and Stoke. They were obviously playing somewhere else, not against each other. And that was the famous day when Coventry, Coventry started the game 15 minutes late on the back of allowing the crowd to get in. So that when the other games were finishing, the scores, Jimmy Hill made sure that the scores were shown up on the big screen. And therefore, this very, very competitive game between Coventry and Bristol City turned from that into a sort of a walkabout and has never been allowed to happen since, um, rightly so. Um, and that was, again, it's not an excuse for us going down because we were already down. So, um, so that, that shouldn't be allowed to happen. And all he got, uh, Jimmy Hill, was, was a rap on the knuckles from the FA, which isn't quite... Uh, it's not quite fair. So um, then to the highlight was, was this picking the cup up at the end of the 81 replay. Uh, we all know most of us were there. I certainly was, I'm pleased to say. And um, winning the game, losing it again, then eventually winning it. And uh, the celebrations after the, the reaction of the crowd, the relief of the crowd that Tottenham were back on the big stage with a trophy and the, you know, bus travelled down the high road um, to the, to the um, 
local government offices there that the the uh, yeah so we yeah we we, we were we were riding the wave of of success and of course it led to more successes um anyone who was 10 years of age watching that FA Cup replay final and Ricky's goal and the manner of the game I don't care if you live in Australia or New Zealand, wherever around the world, you, that would make sure that you were a Spurs fan. And um, so that's that's the, um, the the result and the effect of, of such a good victory. And that shows you in a football career how you can go from depths of relegation and despair in one year. And then later on, you were picking the cup up at Wembley and showing it to... 100,000, okay, not 100,000 Spurs people, but the majority were. And you are, you know, seen many times on television since recreating that. They don't recreate the fact that you got relegated, but they recreate the fact that you picked the cup up. And I've got to say, I'm, I'm more than happy with that. So um, great memories, um, sad memories about Ray great memory of an FA Cup win and um, sort of dejection at, at uh, how we caved in at Main Road on the day with a 5-0 loss. So um, before I go, um, congratulations to Harry Kane for his 50 caps during this international break. Um, fantastic milestone. I'm sure he's going to get lots more and goals and... Um, so good luck on Saturday to everyone against Manchester City. No easy game. Hopefully we can keep the, the progress going and the support of the, the players come back fit and well from, from their travels around the world. And uh, thanks for listening. I do appreciate it. Thank you, Howard and Tom, again. And um, hopefully we'll speak next week. See you soon. Up the Spurs.